Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I reviews to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... Yeah, man. It's July the 4th, 2050, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm an old man. That's my birthday, July the 4th, 2050. How old would I be? Can y'all guess? April Fool's, just kidding. It is April the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2021, though. That's right, 2021, April the 1st, Liberty Roundtable Live. Welcome to the broadcast. Hard-hitting news the network refuse to use. Volkswagen has a April Fool's joke for you coming up in the broadcast and a whole lot more. Our goal always to promote God, family, and country, to protect life, liberty, and property, and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. That is the supreme law, and that is not an April Fool's joke. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and that is not a joke either. Every Friday, we double down and say it's a faith-filled, fantastic, freedom-loving Friday. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. That is not a April Fool's joke either. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. And it's not a joke that we need your donations at LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally, would you please? Now, a quick recap of yesterday's show. We had our guest on at Jackson County, Texas, Sheriff A.J. Louderback. He says there's lawlessness at the southern border. Irreparable harm is the term he used to describe it. Yeah, we also had the good sheriff, former sheriff Richard Mack on the radio with us, CSPOA.org, and Mack and Louderback broke it down for us. Uh, Louderback says every peace officer in the United States of America and every citizen should be extremely concerned about the attitude, the lawlessness, the complete abject removal of law. Yeah, that's the Biden administration. Louderback told Tucker Carlson's Fox News tonight, or Carlson tonight, under, quote, Joe Biden's non-deportation rules, Immigrants cannot even be deported if they get a DUI, commit fraud, commit tax crimes, assault somebody. Yeah. Fox News reported that. Yeah, they say that it's serious indeed. They almost have a diplomatic immunity. They say immigration and customs enforcement, also known as ICE, will be stood down. They simply can't do their job. Yeah, so there you have that absolute lawlessness at the border. What a sad tale to tell. Great for A.J. Louderback, sheriff, standing up tall for liberty. We also got the news that Hillary Clinton is indeed protected from testifying about her email server. I should say her illegal email server. After the Supreme Court rejected the case 
the Western Journal reporting the details on this one. The Supreme Court declined to allow Hillary Clinton to be deposed in a lawsuit brought by the Judicial Watch. All right, this is an example where I submit to you that this is where the swamp is just above the people in secret combinations, folks. How do you let illegals and Hillary go, but yet you put an Ammon Bundy in prison for two years, but Ammon's guilty of what? The answer is nothing. Hillary is guilty as all get out, but she runs free thanks to the Republican elected Supreme Court. Now, Biden's gun control is the crown jewel that they're looking for. The U.N. Small Arms Treaty is back and it's rapidly approaching, warns Rand Paul. Not only that, the Colorado shooter, they want to take all of our guns away because of the Colorado shooter now. But it turns out the Colorado shooter did indeed pass a background check to obtain the murder weapon. Did you know that? So more laws won't help. It'll just disarm the innocent. It'll disarm the good guys. Insanity in the Republic today, ladies and gentlemen. Not, that's my headline, not. Because the headline says, new Hunter Biden foreign aid scandal could reach all the way to the White House. I submit to you that Biden is part of the deep state swamp, or in the old days we used to call it the shadow government. And Biden, like Clinton, there'll be no harm, no foul to Hunter or to Joe. All right? You've literally got Joe. He's comatose up in the Oval Office, but yet at the same time, he's your president. Duly elected, they claim. You challenge that narrative and you're guilty of fake news everywhere and they'll shut you down. I've already been kicked off Twitter. Yeah, they shut my Twitter account down. Why? Because I dared to report that there's a team of physicians and scientists out of Israel that claim that for the elderly in Israel, the COVID vaccine is killing more people than the COVID itself. Well, for reporting on their report, I got kicked off Twitter. They say if I repent, in other words, take down my fake news, my reporting on their <clears throat> report, then they'll put me back on Twitter. I refuse to date. All right, we also talked about, according to a recording, or I'm sorry, according to the FBI, authorities have arrested William Tryon. And William Tryon uh, is a guy who's known, or, or I should say friends with Richard Mack. All right, authorities have re- arrested William Tryon, they just say in connection with the assault on the U.S. Capitol. The guy's 70 years old. He's facing three federal misdemeanor conduct or misdemeanor charges, including disorderly conduct. I don't even know what that means at the Capitol, but there you have it. The guy could go to jail for years. Of course, Hillary runs around free. Illegals run around special privilege everywhere. Rip. Brother, that's rest in peace. G. Gordon Liddy passed away. They say he was the architect of the Watergate burglary. He's now dead, 90 years old. Our pleasure with him. I liked G. Gordon. He was a pretty good talk show host. And he was a personal dear friend of Richard Max. All right, Donald Trump now launched a website to allow his supporters and the press to contact him at his website. The website's 45. That's the numbers. 45 Office. Dot com. It'll serve as the president's main source of communication with the public. Why? Because social media is not around, right? So I did. I reached out to the president's uh, website, 45 office. That's the numbers 45 O-F-F-I-C-E, 45office.com. 
And so I uh, got on that website. I emailed the president of the United States, and I got back an email that says this. Well, so my headline says, Sam invites Trump to join him on the radio. And then I got back a response that says, from the office of Donald Trump, or Donald J. Trump, and then it's no reply at 45office.com. We have received your message. Thank you for your inquiry. Our staff is currently reviewing your request. So, you know, my prayer is that things go well, right? Uh, so it's 45office.com. Check that out. I'll keep an eye on if President Trump uh, gets back to me. Would love to have him on. Would love to talk about the tremendous work that he's doing. Uh, as far as I understand, he's building uh, a new social media kind of a, a platform, which is really exciting. Uh, the former president of the United States is also working with the public. I don't know any other president that after he gets out of office decides he wants to deal with the public and, and, and hear from us and be involved with us. And it's pretty impressive. And that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast. On to news that I refuse to use today. It all starts now. Kurt Crosby's with me. Believe it or not, Kurt's back. He took a hiatus from the show a little bit. He had a lot of family things to take care of, a lot of work things to take care of. Uh, he's been on the radio with me for 25-plus years. The guy just said, hey, I need a little bit of time uh, to get you know things going on. And you know what? I thanked him for his 25 years of service and said, hey, come back whenever you're ready. And he's back. Welcome back, Kurt Crosby, to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Howdy, Sam. Hopefully your uh, hiatus gave you a little bit of break, a little bit of catch-up, a little breathing room. 25 years is a long haul, buddy. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I mean, really, when you think about our time in radio, you know, we started in the, I guess it was 92, so it was, I mean, pretty close to 30, really. But, I mean, I know you're talking about the program, but, uh, you know, we've, I remember those yeah, early right. days when we, when we, uh, you know, we're working to put other programs on the radio uh, after we learned that they were available, you know, as we kind of, I guess you could say, evolved from our, you know, we believe in evolution, I guess you could say. and, and we, <laughs> Our uh, ignorant state of bliss? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember you uh, listening in the middle of the night, you know, as a blind person working, you know, day or night wasn't any difference for you and it's say, man, there's these really good programs in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I was like, well, I got to try to tune into those, you know. And we'd both hear them and, and uh, started checking around and saying, hey, uh, why don't you put these on during the day? You know, so other people can hear them and that kind of thing. And that particular guy, would he, he just basically turned this uh, – radio network that was called the people's radio network he turned that on late at night because then he could have something on the air when he went home uh good friend of ours old jesse beach pretty amazing times to think about those days and now here we are amen to that time flies when you're having fun uh, Kurt Crosby's back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll break that down a little more for you, too. Um, it, it reminds me, though, of kind of a Toby Keith song. How do you like me now? I'll explain in seconds on your radio. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, 
The nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Crosby's back. Welcome to the broadcast. Toby Keith's saying it right. How do you like me now? We uh, learned about talk radio, felt like people were nuts, man, but we researched and found out they were telling the truth. They were correct. They weren't nuts at all. And that's really the wake-up call that we all get, Kurt Crosby, as we, <laughs> as we listen to the radio and hear some of the outlandish things uh, that people talk about that turn out to be true. It's just like, are you kidding me right now? And that's how we decided we must be involved in telling the tale of liberty. 25-plus years later, you're right, we've been involved in radio uh, for 30 years, but 25 since this radio program began. This is actually the 25th year anniversary of Liberty Roundtable Live. It was called Your Business back in the day, making items of interest your business. And then a buddy of ours brought forth news the networks refused to use, a great slogan. His name was Adam. He's passed away now. So rest in peace um, to Adam. But uh, we, we've learned along the way. We've worked together. We've had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And, man, Kurt's back, folks. He won't be with us every day because he's too busy. But he will be with us. How do you like me now? Uh, that's kind of the song, Kurt. Uh, people, even our families thought we were crazy in the beginning, didn't they? Well, yeah. You know, and the bottom line is uh, unless. Unless people are there for every little movement or moment, they can't have the same information, you know. Uh, and we understand our wives certainly are not, you know, they, they're certainly different people than us. And, but they've uh, put up with us all those years. And, 
And, uh, you know, when you look back at those early days and you look uh, now, I mean, certainly we wish we could have more, uh, I guess you could say, more influence or input. But we're grateful for the, uh, especially the accompaniment of people, you know, like you mentioned, Adam, and so many others who've uh, helped along the way to kind of let us know. Uh, I remember that uh First night when the uh, uh, guy that we bought the first radio, well, the radio station that you bought, Sam, uh, you know, and uh, when he was there turning the, I guess you could say, keys over to us or whatever, and you know, feeling like, wow, man, we're we're in the radio business, you know, and uh, learning all that stuff uh, all those years ago, and uh, you know, putting up things like satellite dishes digging holes, and, uh, figuring out how to uh, make things work, and you tracking wires and things like that. And boy, I'll tell you, the technology just continues to move forward, and uh, it's impressive what you've done, I think, Sam, and hats off to you. Uh, you know, as a blind person doing all those amazing things, uh, being alongside, it was always amazing to me just to watch and see how you did things, and got things accomplished, whether it was uh, with technology we needed to get, like, you know, something like the tie line and your solution to the uh, to that with the audio compass and so many other things along the way. Um, it's uh, amazing to me to think uh, fast times have gone by, but heck, like you say, uh, how do you like me now? Uh, time is moving on. We might as well... Uh, do all we can to uh, make our little, uh, I guess you could say, dab at uh, preserving liberty and doing the best we can for our children and grandchildren and all those, uh, well, along the road. There's no doubt on the road's happening, ladies and gentlemen. All things are happening behind the scenes, just so you know. Uh, so we're normally a Brian Rust, RustQuinnandGift.com on this segment, too, with us, Kurt. And uh, we missed Brian, and then he called us back, and he called my number, but then I had to have, uh, because we're adding studios, too. We're going to have several studios here soon. You know, the same technology mm-hmm. that allowed me to develop Audio Compass. <clears throat> I shouldn't say the same technology, but new technology, which yeah. I'm always embracing, is going to let us have multiple studios, battery backup, so that we can run even when the power goes out and all kinds of stuff uh, are in the works as we speak now. So that's kind of a neat uh, advancement. We thought for our 25th year anniversary, we'd go to a multi-studio mode, and that's when the bureaucrats shut down one studio. We'll just be on another one. How's that? <laughs> yeah. That, the people remember, are starting to make uh, me mad shutting everybody down, Kurt. Yeah, I know. I, I remember uh, watching that, how you would do things. You'd be like, well, if you guys are going to do that, I'm going to have this. Uh, it seemed like we were working with one radio network, and, uh, you got the word from that you were off, and I think you you worked uh, overnight and basically set it up so you were back on the next day, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't uh, like that. You, Look, this is America. This is not China. That's right. People. And so right. we need to really kind of think about that for a minute and say, look, you can disagree with our views all day long if you want to. But we need to learn to be polite. If somebody has a different view, we've got to take a step back and go, you know what? There's reasons people think what they think. Part of it is their life's experiences. 
part of it might be their religious beliefs or their, you know, whatever. Um, but fundamental to people's understanding, and this is America, people can think way different than me, and we need to learn to agree with them. Not that we agree with what they say or what they think or what they believe. We can disagree with that. But we've got to be agreeable when we disagree. And we've got to be civil and polite. And so Richard Mack and I are working on a civility website. It just it takes time. But um, I, I wrote an article called The Clarion Call for Civility. And now the website's going to be callforcivility.com. Uh, as we try to help people understand, we've got to be kind to people, even if they're just crazy disagreements. Vaccines, a yeah. great example. You know what? A lot of people that I trust and believe a lot in uh, really have a lot of respect for. They're absolutely 100% in for the vaccinations. I'm personally not. But I can't say they're evil or that their choices are bad or that they're wrong and I'm right. And Anyway, there's a big old discussion there to be had. Speaking of that, Brian Rust, we're promoting civility on the radio, sir. Are we allowed to do that? Sure. Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah, honest, honest news. That's Honest right. news that, brings about and none of that. Go ahead, Kurt. And none of that force civility, right? But just uh, you know, the kind that you know is uh, well, it's uh, pro-choice, you know, right? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> All right, where's gold sitting, Brian? Uh, gold on paper right now sitting at seventeen hundred and twenty-three eighty. 2380 so gold's there okay silver uh 2475 wow that's gone down a bit huh well it's hovering in that yeah i mean it's it's bounced down uh from the you know what the highs we've seen they're kind of pushing it that way i mean it you know be you know you have the the major demand for product which is still there uh you know, we're we're chasing it all the time, trying to get it, trying to keep it in, trying to, you know, so that we can sell product. But, uh, you know, I guess the the government per machines, per se, I guess the dollar index and all these machines that kind of run, they don't care about the, the demand. They just, you know, they kind of change rules when they want to change rules and and uh, throw people into, into the panic mode of, oh, it's coming down, we better get out of this stuff. You know, kind of push it well, out that way, other way. But like with your place, I mean, are you selling it for a whole lot less? Or, I mean, like you say, if you're hunting a product and, you know, people are trying to get it and you can't get it, you know, when they tell you the price is a certain thing, it's really not exactly the same thing, is it? Uh, it's not. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're we're... Our demand is still very strong, um, and, and uh, yeah, we're out always looking, uh, you know, to, to fill fill the coffers per se, I guess, or the, the shelves because uh, it's it's just hard to find. You know, I've got I've got wholesalers, you know, a couple of the major guys that I've dealt with for forty, fifty years or whatever, and and they don't they they don't have product. You know, I talk to them, say, hey, do you got anything today? Is there anything I can buy? You know, they said, no, nah, you know, maybe next week I'll have some of this gold or maybe I'm trying, you know, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Well, I don't know why people would be worried about getting honest money. I mean, when, when you have such a frugal, careful, um, you know, spending federal government, uh, and, uh, I mean, you know, watching our P's and Q's and, uh, all those things. I mean, you just can't understand why people would be after 
something that would uh, maybe maintain its value. Can you? <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Well, they want us to, to continue to maintain our our uh, buy into the dollar type thing and uh, hold hope paper that they're eventually going to, you know, probably get rid of and want us to go into the cashless society anyway, right? So that they can control even more with a credit card or a, get on the card. So. Crazy stuff, huh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, quick pause. We still need a rhodium update for Kirk Crosby, Brian. Hang tight. We'll get it in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Police in California are expected to update California's worst mass shooting in more than 20 years. A child and three others were found dead on Thursday in Orange County. Gunfire ringing out at an office building around dinner time. The suspect was shot and is in custody in the hospital. All eyes will be back on the trial of an ex-Minneapolis police officer this morning. This is the fourth day of witnesses testifying against Derek Chauvin, who stands accused of killing George Floyd last May. One of the witnesses testifying, Cup Food employee Christopher Martin, describes why he believed the $20 bill Floyd gave him was counterfeit. When I um, saw the bill, I noticed that it had a blue pigment to it, kind of how a $100 bill will have, and I found that odd, so I assumed that it was fake. This is USA Radio News. The border is in crisis. After President Trump secured the border with Mexico, everyone's worried about the growing problem. And why is the Biden administration spending $86 million on hotel rooms for captured migrants? Now, Grant Stinchfield investigates the border crisis and finds the real truth about Biden's executive orders and dangerous policies. So watch Stinchfield on Newsmax TV tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern as he reveals the dangers to our economy and security. Newsmax TV is one of America's leading cable news channels. It's on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable operator. Tell them you want Newsmax or you'll switch to a new service. Remember, you can get Newsmax free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, or LG. It's even free on your smartphone. Just download the free Newsmax app and start watching anytime. Find out about the real border crisis on Grant Stinchfield tonight on Newsmax TV. It's real news for real people. A black man is facing charges accused of a violent attack on a defenseless Asian woman in midtown New York City on Monday. 38-year-old Brandon Elliott is being charged with an assault as a hate crime. The NYPD saying the video attack on social media got 4 million impressions and also helped in retrieving tips from the public. Elliott already on parole for the fatal stabbing of his mother-in-law. Republican Congressman from New York Nicole Maliotakis says some of the state's policies are leading to violent criminals being released. The policies being put in place are allowing individuals who are dangerous, who have criminal records, who have been convicted of serious crimes like murder, rape, to be released back onto the street. Major League Baseball is back. Today is opening day, and unlike last year, teams will play 162 games. This is USA Radio News.
Come on now. It's an extended version because he's the grand old Opry, ladies and gentlemen. I just can't wait to get on Back on a rodeum. Oh, well, we're with Brian Russ. We got yeah, the rodeum. You got a rodeum update, Brian? Yeah, I got to grab my cowboy hat and boots, throw those babies on. Yes, sir. That rodeum is uh, sitting at 26000 26000 bucks an ounce, Kirk Cosby. How do you like that? It's great to have a garage full of it, you know. I mean, uh, and then uh, I'll tell you what, uh, rhodium, it's one of the ones, uh, what what was the phrase, remember when we learned about that a while back where they uh, manipulate the gold and silver pricing, was it spoofing? Is that the phrase yeah. they use? That's um, one, of the, that's one of the ways they manipulate, yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we, we saw that, I think it was Chase, you know, getting some big old, uh, you know, punishment from the federal government for, you know, doing it. I think they got like a billion dollar fine and they made it eight billion or something like that. Um, you know, and, and we've seen that so many times, but, uh, I, I guess they don't do that with rhodium, but they do it with silver and gold, uh, as they quote, uh, well, they, they call it the, the fix. And so, you know, that's the fixed price, and so the fix is in, as usual. But, uh, like, what if you want to try to get one of those $1 U.S. mint silver eagles uh, today? Uh, what do you figure, uh, what are they going for? $1 coin, Brian. Yeah, they're around $37. Yeah, so one. That's for a silver eagle, silver dollar, Kurt. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. The one from the United States government, the Federal Treasury, and it says one dollar on it, so one equals thirty-seven. So you just got to remember that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, like, if you're in, uh, what if you're going to try to fight or buy a dime? You know, uh, how much is a dime? You know, a silver dime, the kind that the Constitution in Article One, Section Ten says. No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debt. So what's what's a dime cost in the Federal Reserve notes, right? What a dime's going to cost you about two dollars and thirty five cents. Yeah, so that's a good deal. A dime for two thirty five, <laughs> and, and a dollar for thirty seven. See, I mean, you know, you can. You can uh, you can understand why some people do that math where they're like two plus two doesn't really equal four anymore, and uh, you know it's like five or twelve or something like that. I can see why people get confused in this world we live in. Huh? Amen to that. Can I give you a couple of headlines to highlight Kurt's points, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, I um went on the hunt to verify Kurt's claim because I know people like me to document where the sources come from and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter that we're right. People want to see the sources, okay? So I went, and um, as Kurt was talking, to get the information just for everybody. So here's the two headlines. And I don't know if this is enough to source it for y'all, but usually in the news business we say you got to have at least two sources, so while Kurt was talking, it took me, what, uh, a minute and a half to get two news sources documented? 
Uh, here we go. Here's the headlines just to nail the point. Ready? First one says J.P. Morgan Chase to pay nearly a billion dollars in illegal trading or trading. I'm sorry, in illegal trading. WashingtonPost.com. That's the first source. J.P. Morgan Chase to pay nearly one billion dollars in illegal trading. WashingtonPost.com. Ready for the second one? J.P. Morgan admits spoofing by 15 traders. Bloomberg.com. That document well enough for you there, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're. I don't well, want them to say that I'm I mean, peddling can, fake news now. We can see it. I mean, you know, we're seeing it. I mean, it's it's crazy. But the, yet, you know, they got they got to run the thing out there, so they got to they they really should be able to uh, tell us really what we should have, what we shouldn't have, and, and and that's where that spoofing comes in. Boy, aren't they glad they got that? You know, and and when you look at the. You know, the old phrase uh, in investments, they tell you stuff like buy low, sell high, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, High-tech kind of operations. And I was looking back at the 10-year history of the uh, um, silver, for example. And as far as I can tell, on April 25th of 2011, which would be, that's about 10 years ago, um, silver price was, $48.84. Now, I don't know if, you know, back then, you, if to get a silver dollar, you had to pay 70 uh, or something like that. I'm just telling you what the, you know, the little, little silver spot price, they say, is. And so that would mean right now, Brian, you're, you know, you're really almost like half the highest price of the last 10 years, right? Uh, that's right. You know, I, I kind of, you know, as I see people come in my shop, and so I, I say, what's what's the difference when when uh, you know silver was forty eight dollars, or even back in nineteen eighty when when silver was uh, you know forty eight fifty dollars again? Uh, what's the difference today than then? Deficit. <laughs> Deficit well, spending, yeah. and they have better control, better better uh, spoofing practices, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's hey, yeah. It's <laughs> their machines are yeah. Those spoofers are working overtime. You know, uh, heck yeah, man. All right, now I want to tell you guys something though. Brian and I were on the radio a couple of weeks ago, and I mentioned that I need Joe Biden to tell me which dollar's real. And I was on with Doctor Scott Bradley, and I, you know, he said to me, Sam, if you were at the White House press conference, the first one Joe Biden did, what would you ask Joe Biden? And I said that I would ask Joe Biden, you know, there's two dollars out there. One of them is printed by the federal government via the, quote, Federal Reserve third party banking cartel, supposedly approved by Congress. I submit Congress doesn't have authority to pass the buck, pardon the pun, to somebody else to, to, to fake print the money. Uh, but that's, you know, a dollar. And then you got the Federal Reserve on one hand making a dollar. Then you've got the United States Treasury, the mint, minting Silver Eagle silver dollars, and they cost like 38 bucks a piece. And I said, I would ask Joe to tell me which one's the fake news dollar. Joe, please tell me which one's the fake news dollar, because the fake news dollar we need to get rid of. And if he says gold and silver, then, hey, we can get rid of that one and just jettison the Constitution altogether. Or if he says the fiat one's bogus, then we can go back to the dollar and say, you know, President Biden said we need to go back to the original dollar. Um, either way, though, the point is that they're not both dollars is the, is the point, and we're highlighting that reality but since that and i said joe biden needs to answer that i don't know if you know but joe called me did you guys hear this <laughs> joe biden called me and he said, right. man good point 
I'm going to be creating a press conference to announce uh, which dollar's fake and jettison the fake one because we only want to have a true dollar. And uh, so Joe called me, and he asked me to fly to Washington, and, and he's going to pick me up in the limo and everything like that. And we're going to roll out and do a Sam Bushman, Joe Biden press conference to announce it the is. truth about the real dollar to everybody. It is April Fool's Day, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm excited. You got me. <laughs> you got me, gentlemen. April Fool's. Oh, but don't man. you wish it were true, gentlemen? Yeah, amen to that. And, you know, when you really add into that, you know, the, what is it, the Sacagawea dollars and all the other ones that say $1 on them, you just got to ask yourself, in the old days, of, you know, in my early days of, like, TV and stuff, they had a thing called, what's my line, or, you know, uh, uh, and, you know, so they had these different people that were sitting there, and you had to try to figure out which one was really telling the truth. And it's pretty much the same way today uh, with the uh, dollar. You've got to say, well, if if all these say $1 on it, somebody's lying. And, uh, you know, so that's pretty easy to figure it out, though, isn't it, Brian? Well, you know, hey, Kurt, the, the issue is, though, nowadays uh, – when they say, will the real person stand up? Those that were telling a lie, they'd still stand up because they thought they were telling the truth. Yeah, or they, they just kept oh. lying. That's yeah, right. but today they would just stand, and they just keep lying saying, hey, this is truth, right? They just, yeah. That's right. I'm not you sitting down. I'm telling you the truth. Lying through their figure teeth. Figure it out. Hey, I got good well, news for you, gentlemen. You've yeah. heard of Volkswagen, right? Volkswagen. Volkswagen, yeah. yes. V-O-L-K-S, Volkswagen, right? Right. I know we don't always say it right in America. We just say Volkswagen, right? But Volkswagen, I guess they're yeah. changing their name. Did you hear this? No. It's now Volts, V-O-L-T-S, Volkswagen. That's correct. <laughs> um, because the company plans to have more than 70 electric model vehicles for sale worldwide. By 2029, it's coming. Did you hear all that? No. Wow. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened in a second, uh, and then we'll talk about it. Liberty Roundtable Live, Sam, Kurt, and Brian on your radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies, in particular, 
are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, Kirk Crosby's back, ladies and gentlemen. You got to dig that. He won't be with us every day on the radio because he's just got too much to do, man. He's got so many grandchildren. Uh, he's got his businesses he runs. I'm still promoting raw honey delivered directly to your door. I'm telling you right now, that's like liquid gold, that stuff. Raw honey, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get a hold of raw honey, then go to localhoneyman.com on the net, localhoneyman.com, or email Kurt, C-U-R-T, at libertyroundtable.com, where you can simply call and talk to him by voice. Imagine that old-fashioned, old-school idea. You can call, or you can text, if you're modern, 801-669-2211. That's 801 669 Two two one one raw honey delivered directly to your door. Anyway, Volkswagen is now changing their name to Volt Wagon, and Volt Wagon is designed to really let you know they're going to be busting out hardcore. All right, the company plans to have more than seventy electric models by twenty twenty nine. They're doubling down on the Joe Biden. We're taking it seriously. All right, here's what happened. Volkswagen basically gave this um, <coughs> directive to all the news organizations. The news people bought off on it. Twitter was used by the CEO of Volkswagen to double down and say, yep, it's all true. Now it turns out that Volkswagen comes clean, says it's not true. It was an April Fool's joke, and all the mainstream press media got caught in the scandal. And now they're all pointing the finger and all mad at Volts. Volts? Oh, I'm sorry. Volkswagen. Um, for lying and taking advantage of it for marketing purposes. You want to respond to that first, Kurt? Well, you're, yeah, I mean, you got it right on the nose, Sam. And uh, yeah, it's uh, WICZ-TV, uh, Fox 40 out of, uh, I guess it's, I'm not sure where that is, but headline there says, uh, Volkswagen of America said its name was changing. Now it admits it was a, just a disaster of an April Fool's stunt. You know, the thing is, people need to lighten up and and just kind of relax and say, well, that's kind of fun. I mean, that's, that's kind of cool, and it's, a, you know, a, a smart way to get in the news uh, and, and also to highlight the idea that, hey, they are. Uh, going to have some op- options that would be electric, you know. I mean, when you got the federal government forcing everybody to uh, basically, you know, embrace the electric car and stuff like that, I think, uh, you know, this ought to be almost kind of fun, you know. But hey, came into that, I got a question, Brian. Who evil. fell for the fake news lying, got caught and peddled the fake news along with the Volkswagen company, and who didn't? Let me just ask you that question. Well, you know, I would think your mainstream, your your uh, 
those that just basically grab something and throw it out there, I guess. Those that are reporting. Yeah, they all want to be first to the news, and they all peddle the fake news of Volkswagen. I got to give them a little bit of credit because Volkswagen um, did document it via Twitter, via their CEO. So they had every reason to believe that it was accurate news. The problem is they got caught in the fake news, and we told the whole story right here on Liberty Roundtable Live, baby. There you go. So maybe Twitter. Maybe you, that, they, maybe they're gonna they're gonna take their Twitter account away because they're they falsified their. No. You know. No. no. Yeah, uh, they're on the they're they on the in track. Now, now, if on the other hand uh, the Volkswagen people said something like uh, the vote was stolen or something like that, then oh yeah, they'd have to shut their account down. But you know, uh, they wouldn't do it here. You know, something like this. Uh, by I the way, it looks the vote like, was stolen, and I won't back away from that, Kurt. Yeah, good. It looks like uh, Volkswagen is going to buy some credits from Tesla in China to comply with environmental rules. And, of course, that'll be all on the up and up. Remember when the uh, Volkswagen guys uh, kind of fudged the numbers and and got their uh, diesel car kind of approved? Uh, you know, when the government sits there and tells people how they got to make their product i just think the government shouldn't be doing that um, you know i mean people ought to choose to buy the product whether the uh, company makes it with uh, i don't know one kind of engine or another kind but the people ought to do it not the government but kind of hey, crazy on, idea. On, on today maybe maybe uh I'm going to push out there that they're they're starting to create what we call a vote V O T E wagon, the boat wagon, uh-huh. and they're going to have the you you they'll <laughs> drive by and uh, they'll have ballots and you can vote as they you know it's more of a boat wagon. That's maybe you've heard of like a drive by shooting off. or the drive by media. Now this is drive by voting, huh? Via the vote wagon. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, Good point. Whoa. See, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, isn't Liberty Roundtable Live one of the greatest think tanks on the planet? You know, you got all these people. You have Kurt Crosby, you got Brian Rust, you got Lowell Nelson, you got Dr. Scott Bradley, you got Becky Akers, you've got uh, all kinds of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, and and, uh, at least (laughs) the other thing that you'll hear here that you won't hear other places is things that are, uh, what would you say? you know, that the other guys can't talk about. For example, uh, you know, you brought up the vote, um, Sam, and, you know, when you look at uh, what happened in the last election and that kind of thing, the other big boys, they get threatened with lawsuits, and so they they just go, well, we're not going to talk about that anymore. And, uh, you know, so that's what happens in this day that we live in. Uh, the lawsuits, uh, or as Paul Harvey used to say, the sewers include, and you know, so uh, that's that's how they control those big media pieces. Whether it's Glenn Beck or you know Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity or uh, Tucker Carlson or any of those people, because they get threatened to be sued, and so then they say, well, guess we'll go on to another topic. That's how it works. Yep. Yes, sadly it does. And by the way, this is not an April Fool's joke. This is a real story. I don't really know how to respond to it, but it says this. Utah Jazz player, uh, plane bird strike, 
was especially bad, according to officials. Do you guys know what happened with this one? Yeah, yes, they I had birds that flew into the, they left the airport, and their plane had to come back. And then, you know, one of the players, Mitchell, I believe it was, didn't attend the game. He didn't fly back out. He was he didn't like to fly much anyway. They said, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, right, so anyway. so yeah, they say a plane bird strike was especially bad, according to officials. So that first they thought it might have been one bird or a flock of birds or whatever else. And they literally, I mean, just imagine, though, if that would have taken down the whole plane, you'd have a whole jazz team go out all at once. And this is not yeah. a joke. This is serious. It was very scary as far as I understand. And, man, it makes you hesitant to fly, Kurt. Well, uh, you know, and this was, as I understand, it was a uh, chartered, Plane leaving Salt Lake City, heading to I think it was Memphis for a ball game. Yes, sir. That's and right. uh, you know they basically uh, you know encountered some birds that were flying in the wrong place. I mean they probably those birds hadn't got cleared by air traffic control, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I but, think they had to make all birds comply with air air traffic controllers and report in right. is what they need to do, or they shouldn't be able to fly for crying out loud. Congress is going to have to make a law on that, you know what I mean? That's right. Well, you have a number of clubs. You have a number of clubs. Falcons fail compliance test there. Duck clubs. Yeah. Duck clubs? Now you're talking. Yeah, right. That's all right. Yeah, people firing shotguns out there by the airport. It it happens. I've been out there. My father-in-law was a member of one of those clubs. Yeah. Planes flying over, people shooting birds, guns are going off. <laughs> oh, boy. They say the plane started to tilt to the left and lose altitude. This is when one of the engines basically just that was damaged by the birds, uh, you know, went out. And uh, so it says uh, for roughly 10 minutes, the flight crew went through the process of figuring out what had happened, what the next steps were. During that time, the jazz players, coaches, and staff were in a state of confusion and fear. Um, you know, I, I'll bet there was a little praying going on. Uh, you know, and they... Uh, hey, we, we would endorse that, by the way. Yeah, I mean, we're pro-prayer, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they say uh, Clarkson said uh, he's one of the jazz players. He said, I turned to look out the window and see the whole engine shaking and everything. And a lot of people in the back that were sitting behind the engine and stuff like that, they seen a burst of flames. So immediately they're probably thinking the plane is fully caught on fire. Uh, Flight, they say, had struck a flock of birds uh, upon taking off, had completely lost the function of the left engine. Plane then started to tilt to the left and lose altitude. Uh, many tried to send out texts to family members, worrying that it might be the last communication that they would ever have. It's definitely an experience, and I'm happy we're able to tell. At least 30 seconds of that flight, everybody came to a point where it was like, "Man, this might be over for us." So, yeah. Man, I'd rather one. drive one of them Volkswagens than that, gentlemen. Yeah. Don't you want one of those uh, wagons, Brian? Have you ever been hit by a bird in a car? Uh, you know, I remember one time I got hit by a pheasant on the window. Boy, I'll tell you what, that'll, that'll, uh, you know, 
perk you right up. Ruffle your feathers. That'll ruffle your feathers. <laughs> if you get it. I've, I've been hit by a bird in the car, too, in the front. Whoa. So, yeah. yeah. I think go. we should probably mandate that these birds check in because it's it's getting a little bit uh, That's right. a little Congress. scary out there. Congress Let me tell you this: those ball. birds think they're just too—they're just too into freedom, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Taking off, they can fly for, and land whenever they want without any rules or flight paths or anything filed or documented or anything like that. Not even following proper flight procedures. Yeah, and I'm wondering where the uh, humane society is standing up for the birds. I mean. You know, uh, they're going to... Wait a minute, now they'll say you can't fly at all. That's right. That's right. You kill the bird, you're you're going to prison. You know, I mean, you you see... Well, something something that we might want to look at here, basically, with those... With those gun clubs kind of out there, we might want to take away some guns. Maybe it wasn't birds. You know, we better (laughs) dig into kind of... A shotgun, maybe. I'm not saying that happened, but it, we probably ought to dig into it. Maybe pull all those guns out of that area. <laughs> That's probably what they'll Guns say and that. planes. And, and the problem is the humans. You realize that, right? The, the problem they, is that they, you guys are global warming exploiters, and you guys just <laughs> need to. Don't worry. Fox <laughs> News contributor and former White House press secretary. McKaylee or yeah, McEnany. Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Kaylee McEnany. She has been promoted to a co-host position. She will co-host what they call Fox News, uh, the show called Outnumbered, along with Harris Faulkner, Emily Compatno, and I guess they'll be rotating guests and panelists, etc. So she's in, man. The revolving door continues, right? Yeah, I'll tell you though this, she's, she's better than most by far, Kurt. Final word to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Amen to that. And uh, Brian, good to hear from you. Thanks for your efforts. Uh, good, good work, Sam. And just imagine yeah, if we had a awesome. bunch of Trump. Just imagine if we had a bunch of Trump-aware people. I mean, Trump-aware means you're you're kind of woke to the patriot side of things, if you will. Just imagine if they were all in the news. What would it be like? God save the republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Hour two of two. Happy to have you along. This is Liberty Roundtable Live on April Fool's. And yeah, we've thrown in a couple of April Fool's jokes. Volkswagen had a joke. Brian had a better joke. Let's just call it Volts Wagon. That way you can just do drive-by voting. <laughs> uh, that was an April Fool's joke from Volks Wagon. J.P. Morgan admits spoofing. J.P. Morgan, Ch- Morgan Chase. And they had to pay nearly a uh, billion dollars in illegal trading, according to the Washington Post. The other story was Bloomberg. You know, so there you have it. Utah Jazz, I guess, had a bird strike on their plane. That was not an April Fool's joke. We talked about uh, 
Kaylee McEnany, former White House press secretary, now going to work at Fox. And on one hand, you can be critical and say, you know what, the revolving door continues. And sad to say in a way, yes, that's true. However, I would maintain, ladies and gentlemen, that I would rather have a McKaylee uh, McEnany there. Or I guess it's just Kaylee, not McKaylee. It's Kaylee McEnany. I would much rather have her there uh, than almost anybody else, uh, ladies and gentlemen. She's been a truth teller. And she's been willing to stand up with the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and exposing fake news and telling the truth. And even when all the reporters attacked her hard, she stood strong. I think she was impressive. And is she perfect? No. Is she as hardcore as we are? Maybe not. I don't really know her personally. But i got to give her some credit. And i got to speak out and say, just imagine if you had a bunch of Trump-aware people. In other words, woke. That's the word they like to use for their liberal agenda. But woke to the ideas of patriotism and liberty and freedom and honesty in the press. And I think Kaylee McEnany is dedicated to that. And so I like to see her in the news at other places. Just imagine if we could take a lot of the Trump-aware people and, you know, filter them throughout the news. And then Donald Trump starts his own uh, social media service. And it said, we might have a different landscape coming up there, Kurt. And we can hope and pray for that for sure. Amen to that. I, I, I was trying to think of a, another lady uh, that I've ever watched, in, you know, in the news or you know, or heard of or whatever that was seemed to be more, well, I mean, just on point. Uh, I mean, you, you can fluster. I mean, and she took, she took some hits that you. I mean, I don't think uh, were right from so many of those, uh, you know, media types, if you will. And she just kept on swinging and boy, she'd come back with zingers that would just put them in their place. Uh, so many times I, I was just so impressed with, uh, her efforts. I agree. Um, and I bring that up folks, because you know what? You might not like everything that Donald Trump did, and I'm one of them, but I'm telling you right now that his effect on the news is going to be legendary. And uh, his willingness to tell the truth uh, is becoming more and more and more, I don't know what word to use for it, but more and more relevant, more and more influential, uh, in my opinion, in a good way. So I wanted to bring that up because I think that's critical for people to understand that as far as I understand, President Trump, at least in the news game, is just getting started. So I really am appreciative of the president, former president's leadership on that. I hate, I guess, to, even, you know, I, I hate to even say the former president, Kurt, because I don't really even believe in what they are peddling right now. Good point. Go ahead. It was interesting just uh, learning about her a little bit more, you know, Katie McEnany just, uh, uh, she basically, she was born in 88, uh, so that puts her, I don't know, that's uh, probably the millennials, is that the millennials? Anyway, I can't really keep track of all that kind of stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, every time I'd see her, she always had a cross around her neck, you know, a nice little uh, piece of jewelry, uh, you know, basically showing her principles and the way she'd stood up uh, daughter of a commercial roofing company owner 
they say attended the Academy of the Holy Names, a uh, private Catholic prep school in Tampa. Um, you know, uh, so, I mean, he, just go back and she got good, good upbringing, all that kind of stuff. And then she, uh, uh, worked with a number of, uh, they, they say politicians on the, uh, Wikipedia site, but, you know, um, anyway, Adam Putnam was one of them. Um, she, uh, even appeared on CNN as a paid commentator, as our buddy uh, James Edwards had done as well. Supported uh, Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, that lady, she, she could uh, stand up to basically anybody as far as I can t- see, Sam. Yeah, the only Amazing. people that I think kind of rival her, or at least, you know, compare to her in my mind is... The late Phyllis Schlafly did a great job in the media a lot of times, too. Now, Kaylee's great more point. involved in the media probably than even Phyllis, but I'm saying it's, it's those are the kind of people in my mind that come to mind. They're not perfect. They may not see things as you know black and white or as hardcore, whatever you want to say, as we do. But I believe they're honest, genuine people, both of them to the core. Great point. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, she even tested positive for COVID-19. She always seemed positive to me. But anyway, that was October 5th of 2020. Uh, and uh, uh, so I didn't know that about her. She married a, a guy that's a pitcher in the Major League Baseball. Uh, and uh, they have a daughter. Um, you know, that's pretty cool, I think. Uh you know, just, uh, she's a family. Amen girl. to that. <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Anyway, good for her. We'll keep an eye on her as she uh, takes uh, her new role seriously. And hopefully she and many of us can help influence the news for the better. All right. There's news from the AMAC group. We'll tell you about it. Listen to this. Is this thing going to play? Come on now. There you go. Come on. Here arguments. In Roe against Wade, you may proceed. If you really want to know how abortion became legal in our country, I will tell you the true story. Dr. Mildred Jefferson, would you like to head up a Right to Life group that I'm starting? Dr. Bernard Nathanson's clinics are performing a thousand abortions per week. That's why I'm taking up the fight. I wanted to get abortion legalized across the country. We're looking for a pregnant girl to challenge the abortion laws. We'll give her a pseudonym, call her Jane Roe. It's genius that we no one will ever know about her past. First, they came after the Jews, and then they came after the mentally deficient. We did nothing, and now they're coming after the unborn. And so you're going to do nothing? Robert Byrd for Henry Wade. No judge or jury in their right mind would ever let abortion happen in Texas. You've been watching too much TV. This case has nothing to do with women's rights. It's God's duty to forgive. It's ours to rule the law. You're changing your vote because your family found out. Or or was it the media? If we don't sort this out, fur will fly today. You are trying to control this Warren, old buddy. That is completely unethical. In a matter of Roe v. Wade, I want the case re-argued. Faith in God, respect for his law. That law being? Human law. We got the majority. We're going to win. Perhaps this is beyond the authority of the Supreme Court. We are the law of the land. 
These girls should not be put through the pregnancy and should be entitled to an abortion. The true silent one. Who is speaking for these children? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the trailer uh, of Roe versus Wade. And it's a whole lot more um, impactful when you watch the trailer, not just listen to the sound bites. However, I bring it up because AMAC just emailed me. That's the um, AMAC. You remember AMAC.us, right, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Great people. Uh, Andy Maggioni. That's right. Yeah, Andy Maggioni uh, joins us on the radio program monthly for that. And so the headline from AMAC.us says this. Thank you for joining us for the premiere of Roe versus Wade. We hope you will enjoy the movie at a discounted price before it comes before the public. So you get a preview online via AMAC, AMAC.us at a $7 discount, Kurt. Very good. Sam. I think it's tremendous. You. Yeah. You know, and uh, these are people that uh, they, they stand up and, and have made a difference. I believe, uh, you know, the uh, alternative or the, what I'd call like the communist organization for seniors would be the uh, AARP, uh, but AMAC is a group that basically uh, works to promote freedom and liberty and the uh, American dream uh, there in Washington, D.C., as well as uh, you know, across this great land. Yeah, it's the Association of Mature American Citizens is what AMAC stands for. AMAC dot us and the reason i bring it up right now is because they are offering this movie at a discounted rate you can see it before it comes out to the public i'm going to support amac and buy it and watch it they say you can do it online once you uh pay for it you get 30 days to start it and then 30 more days to finish watching it uh with your um i think it's like 13 dollars or whatever anyway it's pretty cool and i wanted to announce that because hey they're doing great work folks you ought to become a member of amac.us today I'm a lifetime member and highly recommend you be one. Kurt, you're a lifetime member of AMAC too, aren't you? That's right, Sam. And uh, as Sam right. said, I recommend it as well. All right, Utah is starting new mobile driver's licenses. We'll talk about it. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Medjugorje. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, the calm before the storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, I am live on your radio. Kirk Crosby's with me. So much to talk about, so little time. AMAC.US has the Roe versus Wade movie at a discounted price. You can see it compliments of AMAC.US, and you can get a discount to watch it. And you help fund AMAC when you do it. So I'm in, and I'm going to absolutely double down and watch that movie, ladies and gentlemen. It's exactly what I'm going to do. And um, it's really important, folks, to support like-minded Americans. We need funding, all of us. And I love the creative way AMAC.us is getting funding and promoting something that we all need to really become, do I use the liberal term, woke about. All right, Utah, Kurt, is starting a new mobile driver's license pilot program. Uh, and uh, they say it's going to be pretty neat. What do you think of that, Kurt? Do you know any details on this? I don't. Uh, that's what I'm not familiar. So you're saying they're going to do a mobile uh, driver's license program. So what? You, yeah, buddy. Uh, just go from town to town and go sign up or something like that. I don't know. No. No, that's I'll not how it works, buddy. That. I'll have to look. Let that me tell up. you how it works. They want you to be able to put yeah. your driver's license on your mobile phone, buddy. Wow. So when the cop pulls you over and stuff like that, instead of whipping out that old card my friend that's covid infested and everything like that you can just whip out your phone buddy and show them your identification so well, utah starting sense. new mobile driver's license uh pilot program and they say this whenever de- whenever identification is requested kurt uh-huh. you control what information to share that's how they're pitching it okay now i got concerns right. about that we'll talk about it but that's how they're <laughs> pitching it right now got it that's right. Wink of that. Well, I'll tell you what happened the other night. I was pulling. Uh-oh. Uh, come, you know, at least with my most recent, uh, I guess you could say, uh, run in with the law. Um, and Kirk so, Crosby uh, always has run-ins with the law, man. 
Yeah, you know, uh, anyway, so I'm driving home with my hey, wife. Hey, if you sell we, honey and live a moral life and you live life as an entrepreneur and everything else, you're going to run afoul of the law. Because they don't like, like entrepreneurs, Kurt. They don't like people that have their own, you know, revenue-generating capabilities, and they don't like people that are independent like that, buddy. Yeah, so we're driving home in our uh, van, and uh, after eating a late dinner, kind of to celebrate my uh, little brother's birthday, uh, you know, he, we did it remotely, you know, so everybody was safe, you know, he was somewhere else, you know. Um, so we're driving home and the normal road we usually pull in, there's a detour sign there, you know. So instead of, um, you know, I pulled, I pulled over to turn there. So instead of pulling back out into the normal, uh, you know, normal, lane there i just stayed on the side road and moved a little farther ahead to go and turn at the next road right you know uh, because i'd already pulled over anyway pretty quick hey i see flashing lights behind me so i screwed over and pulled over and i got the the officer came to the window and said uh, that uh, i was proceeding in the uh wrong lane of traffic, you know, um, and, uh, that, you know, it's a dangerous situation and that kind of thing. And I tried to explain that, well, you know, that road that I normally turn on, it's got a detour sign. So I pull, I pulled over to make the turn on the next road. And anyway, he, 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 uh, was very generous and he said, uh, I'm only going to issue you a verbal warning. Uh, and, uh, boy, did I feel grateful, Sam, with the uh, kind and gentle uh, treatment by my employee, uh, you know, uh, at that time. I mean, uh, it's that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I guess the worst one was when I had the train deal. You remember that one, right? Oh, yes, uh, sir. You were not far enough away, according to the law, from the train when you pulled across them tracks, buddy. The train was coming, and it could have smashed you like a bug, sir. Yeah, I mean, even though it was moving maybe yes, five miles an hour and uh, stuff, I found out that the law says you have to be 1,000 feet or more than three football fields away uh, for the train before you cross over it, so... Anyway, uh, you know, all these wonderful laws, and so I I was grateful that I only got a, uh, what did you call it, verbal uh, warning. Uh, but anyway, I was going to throw in a little, uh, you know, kind of a scary story here for you, Sam. I, uh, now, you haven't bought any new shoes lately, have you? Yes, I have. Okay, well, I hope yes, you didn't buy any of I hope you didn't buy any of these. They call them Satan shoes. Um, and, no, no uh, I'm off those. I'm these, telling you right now, I'm these, off those. These shoes, according to CNBC, <laughs> uh, they're uh, from a company called MSCHF. They say it's a company known for creating controversial and viral products. Uh, they say these shoes that they've got, a special shoe here, it contains a drop of human blood inside the sole. Um, and this is drawn from members of the, the, their staff or whatever. And guess how many shoes they've got? They got 666 
pairs of the modified Nikes. That's kind of interesting. Were a number of them, six hundred and sixty-six. Um, and I'm not these are these priced, at all. Yeah, these are priced at a thousand dollars and eighteen, a thousand eighteen dollars. I'm thinking, why didn't they just price them at six hundred and sixty-six? I mean, you know, uh, but they say they sold out shortly after they went on sale. Um, I guess you missed that uh, flash sale, Sam. But on those Satan shoes. Uh, I'm kind of uh, glad those were not the ones you got. Um, wow, Satan shoes, man! You, uh, I just, you know, I mean, you All always right. think nobody, nobody will top that story, and then somebody does. I mean, you know, there's, there's there the parents you, you don't uh, want to get. So Cameron wow. needs to explain himself. He's whispering in my ear, Kurt. He's saying, hey, on the side of the Nikes, it says Luke. What's the chapter and verse? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Luke 10, that's 18, exactly. you know? Yeah. Now, is that so different than the it. Satan shoes? No, this is what's on there. Uh, it's, you know, they're decorated there. Uh, I guess they say they're, Nike, they're sneakers that are modified, Nike Air Max 97s. And so they took the Nike and then they decorated it with a pentagram pendant and a reference to Luke ten eighteen, and that's a Bible verse about Satan's fall from heaven. Uh, but I mean, uh, you just you just think, wow. I mean, uh, if I was going to make a pair of shoes, I sure wouldn't um, do it this way. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, yeah. But this is kind of. I don't know what word to use for this, but this is typical of our society, though, Kurt, that you know what? So now Nike sues over Satan's shoes, according to the New York Times. Yeah. And Nike is suing over these shoes. I guess the shoes are affixed. Um, they say the shoes are affixed with a bronze pentagon-shaped charm and have Luke 10, 18 on them. Do you know what Luke ten eighteen says, gentlemen? Yeah, that's the thing where it's a Bible verse talking about Satan's fall from heaven. All right, hold on. The exact phrase, uh, but. I guess it says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yeah. So I uh, am appreciative of Nike suing over this because I think that, you know, if people want to make these shoes, I think they have every right to make them. Uh, I have every right to never buy them. And every right to tell you how foolish the promotion of that is. Uh, but I think Nike has every right to say we don't want our logo and our likeness and our whatever you want to call it associated with uh, this kind of, a, um, I don't know what you say, manipulation of our intent or a manipulation of who we are as a company, etc. So I commence um, uh, the New York Times for the lawsuit. And the sad part is, again, we have to sue everybody over everything these days. I don't know what else you do yeah. to stop them. Uh, from doing this now if you want to create your own satan shoes and make them in your own factory and do whatever you want to do i mean i guess i'm not really here to stop you but i'm here to do all i can yeah. jettison it i hope the company fails yeah and just think about that sam they made 666 pairs and that's a number that's kind of scriptural as well they priced those suckers at a thousand eighteen dollars and sold every single one of them yeah, I bet if I created a, you know, trust in God shoe, I couldn't sell five pair. Sad tale to tell, but true. Quick pause. Sam and Kurt on your radio.
proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. One day after releasing his $2.25 trillion infrastructure plan in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the president is set to hold his first cabinet meeting at 1.15 Eastern Time in the East Room. Regarding that infrastructure plan, Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell says there's a lot of stuff in there that's not related to infrastructure. This is not going to be apparently an infrastructure package. It's like a Trojan horse. It's called infrastructure. But inside the Trojan horse is going to be more borrowed money and massive tax increases. Johnson & Johnson reporting that one of their factories, which was not yet fully authorized to produce their one-shot COVID-19 vaccine, had a batch that did not meet quality standards and was thrown out. The Biden administration knew about this two weeks ago. This is USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alaroot Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. The Biden administration is moving another 500 unaccompanied children from border facilities under U.S. Customs and Border Protection custody to an emergency holding facility as part of efforts to reduce overcrowding. The children scheduled to arrive in Houston, Texas on Thursday. Luis Fuentes is the mayor of Eagle Pass, Texas. He tells Fox News the foot traffic of illegal immigrants is continuing to increase in his area. They're getting people going through their backyards, jumping into their fences, hiding in their patios, uh, trying to keep away from Border Patrol. So that's a big, scary situation that we're seeing, our residents are seeing. Investigators are tight-lipped about the cause of the crash that left golfer Tiger Woods seriously injured. The investigation into the February 22nd crash outside of Los Angeles has wrapped up. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva saying if they get permission from Woods to release the cause of the crash, they will. USA Radio News. All right, Nike sues over Satan's shoes, New York Times. I guess the shoes are affixed with a bronze pentagon shaped charm it has luke 1018 on it which refers to satan's fall from heaven yeah there are also upside down crosses on the shoes um i guess there's a pentagram attached to the shoes shoelaces as well and I guess they created 666 pairs of these things. 
And sadly, they sold all of them. And I was mentioning right before the pause, if I were to sell shoes promoting God, it would be no big thing there. I couldn't sell five pairs probably. Um, what a sad tale to tell, but I'm glad Nike's suing, and I hope they get stopped. And, you know, if they want to create their own shoes with their own resources, let them. I'm not here to stop them either, but I am here to stand against it and say I trust in Jesus Christ, and I reject Satan, who's the, you know what? Uh, he's our mortal enemy. Folks, let's be very clear. Uh, and so very weird story there for sure. All right, anything else on that one, Kurt? No, I think that, that one's pretty well covered. I All right, I want to move to Donald Trump. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Well, I've got this one. It's a kind of a crazy story, and, and it's not exactly the same one, but, I mean, it's kind of related. It, there's this yeah. uh, really cool actress uh, that I've, I've never really heard of, but uh, she told her agent early on that there were things she was unwilling to do on stage. One, mock religion. Two, participate in sexually explicit scenes or play lesbian characters. So do you think this lady's going to go far, Sam? What do you think? I pray she does because I believe talent should be rewarded and and somebody who has moxie to stand up for what they believe in I think is absolutely adorable and appreciated on my end. In our society, uh, sadly, I doubt it. Yeah, I guess her last name is Omuba, O-M-O-O-B-A. And uh, apparently, Sam, she's got, uh, well, the headline from World Net Daily says, Judges slam actress with $480,000 penalty for Christian beliefs. Bob Unruh's got the piece, uh, and the subheadline says, side with theatrical company that fired her for four-year-old Facebook post. So um, this is the judges on an employment tribunal in the United Kingdom. Uh, They've ordered this actress to pay 480 grand, ruling her complaint for being fired for Christian beliefs on sexuality was unjustified. Um, She was contracted and they tell you the company uh, she was going to play the lead role in the uh, color purple and colors with an O-U-R here that's the way they do it in the UK you know but was fired when someone dug out a four-year-old Facebook post in which she affirmed the biblical view of homosexuality before the controversy they say Omuba was, and that's her last name, I guess, was described by reviewers as jaw-droppingly good with ferocious gospel vocals. Um, So she sued for discrimination, and an employment tribunal recently heard her case. Andrea Williams, chief executive for Christian Concern, which is linked to the Christian Legal Center, said the Employment Tribunal has now given its stamp of official approval to everything the theater and the agency have done to Segi. That's her first name, S-E-Y-I. Moreover, they say the tribunal has concluded it was unreasonable for her even to complain and on that basis ordered her to pay the full legal costs incurred by her opponents. Um, You know, and that's where all this money comes in. But isn't it interesting, Sam, uh, you know, uh, I mean, 
let's say it's some uh, guy that says he's uh, going to be a transgender, uh, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, if they want to do something, then the state, the government's going to pay for it and do all that kind of stuff. But then this lady who, uh, you know, wants to stand up for her Christian beliefs and uh, says. She doesn't believe homosexuality. You know, she talks about the Bible's view of it. Boy, and she's going to get uh, taught uh, a lesson, I guess you could say, you know. So sad, sad story, but, uh, you know, hats off to this good lady. I hope I hope she uh, teams up with maybe AMAC and, uh, you know, other or other good folks. We've seen good uh, movie people teaming up uh, to do good things and maybe this these uh, amazing gospel vocals could be heard somewhere else I guess sad to say but true and this is kind of why I don't mean to be negative on our society but we've got to highlight these ladies and gentlemen now I know this is over in the UK but sadly it's coming to a theater near us if we don't stand in the public square up for religion Okay, we need to be advocates for the five principles, the five guarantees in the First Amendment. You know what? Free speech, freedom of the press, freedom to assemble, a redress of grievance, your right to not be shut down on your religion. She shouldn't be forced to uh, be involved uh, in sexual ways and or mocking of religion ways. Uh, This lady is a Christian, and we should respect her beliefs. But remember... You've even got this guy, Philip, out of Colorado who wouldn't bake a cake for the gay group, the gay couple, right? Well, then he won that lawsuit in the Supreme Court, but then double jeopardy doesn't apply to him because now they've come back, and I guess a transgender sued him. The transgender wanted a transgender coming out cake, and uh, they wanted it, I guess, whatever different colors, and it was pink and then moving to whatever, and blue, I think it is. Uh, and, and they wanted the cake to demonstrate the coming out, and, and Philip's like, you know what? I'm not baking that cake either. I won't do it. I'll sell you anything in my store. I'm not trying to turn you away as a customer. You're right. You have the right to your beliefs, but so do I. But now he's, I don't know if you know this, Kurt, but Philip is in front of the, in front of the court again. So double jeopardy doesn't even apply to this poor guy. So we're getting beat up all over the world because we don't stand up as a people, Kurt. We don't put our money where our mouth is. We, if there was a million people literally every day saying, you know what, we've got to do something about this. This is wrong for Philip to be judged and charged again. Um, this has got to stop, then it would stop. But if most Americans just don't care, then nothing, you know, all it takes to stop evil is for good people to stand up. And when good people do nothing, evil prospers. This is a very simple principle that we need to really, and that's why we're on the radio, Kurt. We're trying to do our part. That's exactly right, Sam. Good point. Um, In a uh, lighter, maybe more, uh, I don't know, uh, cheerful story, Uh, this one's uh, World Net Daily, and uh, it says the headline reads, Goodwill employee stunned when she discovers $42,000 hidden in pile of donated sweaters. Western Journal had the piece sharing it with World Net Daily, Amanda Thomason. They say when you work at Goodwill, you see a lot of interesting things get donated. Some of them are ready for a new life and a new home, and some of them don't make the cut. Anyway, there in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, is where this one came about. But uh, she, this lady said uh, she's already developed an eye for gauging the value of donated items, and uh, 
I guess, uh, just from working here for about a month and a half, I've noticed that there are a lot of weird things that have been donated. You want to make sure we're selling good product. You know, there's no stains, there's no holes, there's no tears, there's no rips. But in early March, you came across not just something incredibly valuable, but something that someone had to be heartbroken over. Uh, our new store associate, Andrea, they say, was in that predicament two weeks ago when she stumbled upon a donation with 42000 in cash wrapped inside of a sweater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she and other staff let their supervisor know and turned it in. Well, I don't know if they're going to be able to track that down. They say there was just stacks of just envelopes, and it just contained $100 bills. The money was wrapped up in a sweater, possibly someone's life savings, carefully tucked away. It accidentally made it into a donation pile. When she first handled the sweater, she thought there were books inside it, but instead it was so much money that Lessing didn't even think it was real. My first thought was, it's fake. Well, she's right about that, huh? Uh, but anyway, but it wasn't. It ended up being one of the biggest stashes <laughs> that Goodwill had ever found. Uh, she has a young daughter, and while she knew that forty-two grand. Could mean it could mean a lot to him. She said she put the money back into the hands of the person who had clearly misplaced it. That's what they're trying to do. She said, "I have a daughter. I love her very much." Uh, but anyway, so I suppose they're going to try to figure that out. But I thought that was a cool story. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now from the actress, which is good news to the Savior Jesus Christ. The whole point of the gospel is good news to goodwill promoting good news you gotta love it on liberty roundtable live with good people doing a lot of great things donald trump coming up in seconds the spirit of the american west is live and well in range magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the american west each issue contains informative articles breathtaking imagery as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How do you know your child loves you? When he calls and he says, uh, Dad, why don't we um, go fishing? It's very simple, but it, it really counts. They make a song up and they come into our bedroom and say, we made a song and will you listen to it? Our next year oldest daughter came to me with tears in her eyes and she said, Daddy, I just thank you for coming home every night when we were growing My up. My son does the nicest things. When he's playing outside, he'll come in and just give me a hug and run right back outside. My daughter goes to the same high school that I'm the registrar at, and I'll go into my office after the bell has rung, and there's a note on my desk. And it'll usually say, Mom, I love you. I'm thinking about and you. And I think of my boy that uh, we finally got him through graduation, and he came up to me and said, I made it. Thanks. Family 
isn't it about time? That's all I said. And that meant everything to me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's a whole lot of news that I was refused to use. Sam Bush, but a Kirk Crosby on your radio live. All I can tell you is this. I got an email from um, Freedom's Watch. That's Larry Clayman and crew over at Freedom's Watch, right? And they emailed me and they said, hey, a citizen's grand jury is indicting the Bidens today. Freedom Watch. Now, I don't know if this is an April Fool's joke or not. But I'm not really against, I'm not really for these citizen grand juries, um, Kurt, uh, because they don't have any authority in terms of the proper role of constitutional government, in my opinion. I know people think they can put these, you know, cities of, or committees of safety together and, and they can put together their grand juries and indict people and they say the people are all in charge. And I understand their point. But what I think they overlook, in my personal opinion, is this reality check about, you know what? Unless government breaks down 100% and you have to put together committees of safety to protect yourself, uh, etc., um, you don't just have the authority to create a citizen's grand jury because there's order in everything. And what if I get a citizen's grand jury together and I say my citizen's grand jury is bigger and more powerful than your citizen's grand jury? And so unless society completely breaks down, I'm not so sure that the citizen's grand jury um, has wings or proper authority. And so I'm, I'm against it. This is kind of the citizens' sovereignty movement that people talk about where they claim, hey, back in the 1880s or 1870s or whatever, we jettisoned the United States, and now we're under a, you know, a, a, a corporate reality that, that you, know, you lose all your rights, and now it's a corporation granting you privileges and can do what it's want, or you don't have to have a driver's license. You can travel, not drive. Or, and we go on and on and on with these discussions, Kurt, but I personally find them illegitimate. And so even if a citizen's grand jury is truly indicting Joe Biden today, and it's not an April Fool's joke, I'm not really for it, Kurt, because I believe in law and order. And I don't believe that you could just create these uh, willy-nilly. What if all of a sudden I wanted to create one? What if, and, and what you get is these, these grand juries, in my opinion, that lack proper checks and balances authority uh, to carry out their edicts, if you will, or their judgments or their prosecutions or uh, indictments, etc. So uh, that's just my take on that headline. But that is from uh, Larry Clement at Judicial Watch. Kurt? Yeah, just, uh, you know, at least when you tell that uh, story of the news there, Sam, it makes me think of the, our buddy Ammon Bundy when he said, uh, you know, what are we to do? Uh, and so, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, completely with her, but with these people, but I'm telling you that I understand how, uh, you know, people feel uh, that there's not much else that can be done. They they go and they redress grievances. They do all the stuff that the Declaration of Independence talks about, and yet still seem not to be heard, uh, not be able to, you know, get to the truth. Uh, I thought uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, the president, uh, President Trump, and uh I you yeah, I'm coming to that article now. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what President Trump is doing. Not only did he create his, his um, 45office.com website to communicate with the public, which I highlighted at the start of the program, and I've already emailed President, our former President Donald Trump to be on the radio with us and all that kind of stuff. So that's great. 
but I, I'm not for these citizens grand juries. And I get the point of what are we to do. And I get the point of frustration by patriots. I understand that. But what you do, it, ladies and gentlemen, in my mind, is first what you don't do. And what you don't do is take the law into your own hands. What you don't do is, is you know what, get your gun. What you don't do is take this thing violent. What you don't do is look for other solutions outside of the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. What you don't do is move towards, uh, you know, a revolution or insurrection or whatever else. You stand with the principles put forward by the founding fathers, which is primarily a principle of peace. Now, I get that you say, Sam, they had a revolution. I know, but they were drove to it. We're not near to that point. Because of their solid blood, sweat, and tears, their lives, their fortunes, everything sacrificed, we don't need to go to those levels. We've got the restoration seeds right in the supreme law of our land. We've got the checks and balances. We've got the, but what it takes, you can't have a few radical patriots. What you've got to have is a broad-based educational plan to get enough Americans to go along. Okay? Um, for example, we're on the radio. You know what? If we had a, a million Americans, that's it. Put in a dollar a day. What of a million dollars a day, folks? Fine. Even if you had a thousand patriots, put in a dollar a day. We could fund this radio network and our radio stuff and grow easily on $365,000 a year. All it would take is a dollar a day from 1,000 people. You'd have $365,000 a year. And we could buy radio stations at that rate, Kurt, which we're actually working on doing, buying some radio stations. Go ahead. That's exactly right, Sam, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, You know, our current project, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, for the – Loving Liberty or whatever you want to call it, the Liberty Roundtable team. Uh, we're working on a couple of radio stations in our own little uh, neck of the woods, if you will. And if you'd like to uh, be part of those where you can either, you know, uh, be gifted prepaid advertising or other things that would make it worthwhile to you, uh, please let us know. Uh, you know, there's an FM and an AM that we're working on uh, acquiring, and they would cover a good portion of where Sam and I live, uh, and uh, a lot of good folks in that area to be taught the principles of liberty, right, Sam? Yeah, a thousand people put in a dollar a day. You'd have a thousand dollars every day. Three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars, Kurt. Yeah, okay. and that would um, literally I... buy these two stations. Um, in one year, uh, and so That's it's correct. pretty amazing what can be done. And you might say, "Well, I don't live in your area," and my response would be, "I know, but you know what? Help us fund ours as we can. As we can, we'll look for things in your area, right?" Yep, that's right. Um, and you know, we'll get to you if you will. In other words, we can yep. do one in your area too, and where the support comes from would become the next purchases. Exactly. But by the way, if even a hundred people put in a dollar a day, Kurt, you'd have three, you'd have $36,500, right? Even a hundred people well, putting in a dollar a day. I know you'd have more than we got. So anyway, all you I'm know. telling you is it's doable. It's something that we're working on. But again, you know, when these people buy these shoes for a thousand bucks, these Satan shoes, Yes. I'm just asking people to put a dollar a day in to help us absolutely make a difference in the media. So here's what President Trump is doing. In addition to uh, creating a social media site to try to take back the media from the clowns that are destroying uh, our ability to uh, exercise our five guarantees in the First Amendment. So Trump is trying to take that back. He's also trying to make himself available more to the public, which I find amazing. But mm-hmm. now 
Headline says Trump floated the idea that the coronavirus has actually been or has escaped from a laboratory in Wuhan, China, slamming Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Brooks. He says Fauci spent money on funding. You have or the Wuhan lab in China. We all know now how that worked out. The nonprofit scientific research group Ego or Eco Health Alliance received a three point seven million dollar grant from the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in twenty fourteen to help with the research relating to bat based coronaviruses in China. Well, anyway, they didn't like the uh, project. So they uh, went out or they, you know, they kind of got rid of, but at first this group routed $600,000 in taxpayer funds to the Wuhan Institute of Virology in the form of these national institutes of health subgrants between 2014 and 2019 to help with the research on the coronaviruses. Anyway, the bottom line is President Trump lays this out, helps us connect dots, Kurt, and I believe he's absolutely right. Very good, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, there's sure. Uh, and at least that. he's boldly speaking out of the truth, and he's helping us know where the taxpayer dollars went. That's what we always teach people to do is trace the money. President Trump did that and released that publicly now, uh, trying to say, hey, let's get to the bottom of this thing. And you know what? I think he's absolutely right. Yeah, good point. And uh, it's amazing to see uh, uh, when you look behind the curtain, like in the days of Wizard of Oz, what you can learn back there and find out what the real truth and with the uh, Deborah Burks and uh, Fauci and so many others. You know, you you uh, we've we've talked to other guys like Scott Atlas and others who, in in so many ways, uh, differ from them and and that. The real solutions are there, but people got to be willing to accept uh, and look, I guess, behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? You're right about that. Do you remember who Jane M. Orient is, Kurt? Oh, yeah. She's a great writer with uh, WorldNet Daily, and she's also got a lot of, uh, what would you say? Uh, I mean, she's got a lot of. Uh, yeah, Fancy she's a medical doctor. Her name. Yeah, you know. Yes, she does. She's a medical doctor, a leader of, the doc- uh, of a physician's organization, et cetera, et cetera, well-credited. She's been on the radio with us many times as well before also, but here's her latest. Uh-huh. Are the use of COVID vaccines unethical? Human experimentation. Yep. Is use of COVID vaccines unethical? Human experimentation. She notes how the mRNA products um, through spike proteins can affect your major organs. So, yeah, in my like opinion, said, she's, she's the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, which, you know, that's, that's right. pretty impressive, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, this it's a pretty great article, like you say, uh they say after more than a year, it's this COVID thing is still killing people, but we're learning more about how it does its lethal damage, um, you know, and uh, 
basically talking about those different things. Uh, Jane Orient, pretty uh, on-the-ball lady, huh? In my opinion, doing a great job. And whether you agree with her or not, you've got to, again, uh, accept her free speech rights, accept that she has the credentials uh, to speak out, and she's very concerned that it becomes very unethical uh, for these vaccines as, uh, you know what, human experimentation. And uh, now there's being lawsuits filed all around the world saying you are unethical to say these vaccines are safe and effective. Here's the final headline of the hour. Pfizer vaccine safe for use. And I write not. And then adolescents 12 to 15 years old, they say, vaccinations led to a, quote, higher protective antibody response than in adults. They say, believe it or not, it's 100% effective in their study, Kurt, as they, uh, I guess they did this study of 260 uh, teenagers or adolescents in this thing. So here's my response to that, Kurt. Uh If it's so safe and effective as they claim, then why don't we quit having taxpayers pay for when the vaccines go wrong? And why don't we change the law so these uh, special um, companies don't have complete immunity, they have accountability, and let's see how well they do. If there's no negative effects, there should be no harm to these vaccine companies. Let them be completely liable for their actions, their claims related to their vaccines, and quit having the taxpayers shield these companies. And let's be transparent about it and see what happens. If they're really up and up on the science and honest, and this is all true, they have nothing to worry about to do what I'm suggesting. Final words yours, Kurt. You're right on target, Sam. Once again, great work. All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. Kurt Cosby is with me. God save the republic. <laughs>